your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. And Mahomes steps up, throws to the back, touchdown! Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. But one more time, it's Kansas City playing for the AFC Championship. When you're playing a team that's as talented as Philly, and you're still kind of trying to turn that corner, you've got to take advantage of every opportunity that it presents itself during the game. Look out, bang from what? The backside there with Josh Sweat knocking it out. Philadelphia is going to head to the NFC Championship game for the first time since their Super Bowl winning season. They sweep the Giants in three games this year. Allen still looking for answers. Now throws toward the end zone, and it's incomplete. We saw Allen go over to Wilson, his little comrade from Wyoming. Final play looks like barring a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the tournament gets smoked right away, and that'll do it. The 49ers back to the championship game. The NFL playoffs were red hot over the weekend, and we're talking about it with you. And, oh, God, welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we've got uh, Jay Moore, and you for a three-hour ride with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 our phone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. Brought to you by Connie's Pizza and Cap. This is an NFL playoff Monday here on Cap and Jay Hood as we were able to see teams getting closer and closer to Super Bowl 57. Pretty good stuff we saw over the weekend. So which team do you want our team to look like of the teams that are still alive playing? Do we want to be like the Eagles? Yes. Do we want to be like the Niners? Yes. Do we want to be like the Bengals? Yes, yes. Do we want to be like the Chiefs? Yes, yes. I don't think it's realistic to think we can be the Bengals. I do not. We don't have a quarterback that plays that way. And I love Justin. You know I'm all in. He's going to be a star. Mm -hmm. We don't have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. We just don't have all of that style and the way Cool Joe plays. That's not how our guy will play. I think the Eagles are a realistic comp. 100%. You just got a a huge chasm. You've got a, you know hurdle mm-hmm. to get to that level. Mm-hmm. I think you can be the 49ers. Again, you're so many parts away. We're at the start of the process and having the number one pick is a huge thing. Justin's got to keep working and getting better. That's a huge thing. It's going to take a lot of time. Those two teams, I think, are the most likely comps. The two in the AFC, I don't see it. I don't think we're going to be the Chiefs with that aerial attack. We don't have Travis Kelsey. 
I do think we can be the two NFC teams if we have some patience and we hit home runs in all aspects of talent acquisition. You know, when I'm watching these NFL playoffs, Cap, I don't look at them with jealousy, saying, oh, my team's not there. The blue and orange is on the playoffs because I'm used to the Bears not being in the playoffs because they just have these, as uh, Sylvie would say, these kind of pop-up stores, these you know, every now and then playoff appearances. I'm not, I'm not jealous of these teams at all. I admire what I'm seeing every weekend now with the NFL playoffs. You know why? Because this puts even more pressure on those at House Hall. Yeah, they're starting from scratch. They're starting from the bottom. But what I want to see is to be able to look at these playoffs, and I want the Bears organization to look at these playoffs and say, this is where we need to be, and this is what it takes. For any Bears fan that just watches Bears football and is like, oh, the Bears aren't on, so I'll watch football. You want to know what it takes? It takes Joe Burrow. It takes an offense. It takes a belief system for the Bengals to get right back up there again. It was a miracle to see them in the, in the Super Bowl last year. But then they're right there on the precipice again of getting it, getting it done and getting there again. It takes a system like the 49ers in which you're on your third quarterback and yet you don't blink. You don't blink. Like, oh, we don't have Trey Lance. We don't have Garoppolo. What are we going to do? I guess we're just going to just lose out. And we'll just have a mediocre draft pick. No, we're just going to keep moving because our weapons are still there. Our system is still there. You could be the Kansas City Chiefs and say, well, you got, there's Patrick Mahomes. You were there once. Will you get there again? I think it's going to be – no, you're going to find a way to win those ball games. You're going to have the guts and the grind of the Eagles where you say, boy, how do they do – how does Roseman do it up there, the general manager? How do they do it? Because they have a system in place. You see Sirianni as a head coach. You may not think much of him, and then all of a sudden look at – the Eagles, they have two of everything. You need receivers, you need a good offensive line, you need defense. They have all of that. So for me as a Bears fan, my point is is that I admire what I'm saying because I hope that Warren and Poles and Eberflus and those guys look on, uh, on Saturdays and Sundays like we do and say, we got to get there. But, but it's, it starts with us. We've got to be able to get the right personnel and get this right. We've got to hit on our draft picks. We've got to hit on free agency. That's what it comes down to. So I admire what we're seeing here. I hope they're looking at the the blueprints of these teams and saying we got to get there. Look, Buffalo, I think, ran out of gas emotionally. They were just done. After the whole DeMar Hamlin thing, they were, and they were awful. There's no two ways around it. They got pounded. They did. Cincinnati rolled in and said, you're going to doubt us again? Okay. Guess what? We're ready to go. Buffalo was Horrible. Horrible. Push Hamlin to the side now because, yes, he was there, and, yes, he was a factor in the regular season. But now the bell rings, and you've got to be able to get it done. The biggest stat out of this game for the Bills is Josh Allen had no touchdowns. A A big glaring zero. 268 yards, sure. But here's the problem. There's several problems with the Bills that we got to talk about. And am I bitter this morning about the Bills? Yes, I am. And so is Cap because we had a ticket that's now burning in our wallet because they couldn't get the job done in snowy Orchard Park uh, at home. Correct. At home, they they couldn't win at the crib. And if anything, uh, the Hamlin thing is the thing that empowers you. Our guy that could have died on the field is back. He's upright. He's with his family. Is that the game? Play for him. Yeah. Play for him. Correct. I think they they ran out of gas, and they got smoked by a superior team. No excuses. That kid, Joe Burrow, man. So I'm going to the game on Sunday. 
My wife and I got invited. We are going to Kansas City. We're going to be in the stadium Sunday night. I can't wait. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, if Joe Burrow rolls in there and beats Mahomes, who's on a bulky ankle, is he the best quarterback in football? Does he get to the the mountaintop two Super Bowls in two years? I don't know about the best, but definitely in the team photo. Oh, already there. But but you got to get there and win it. That's the key. So if he wins the Super Bowl. I think that he definitely is in that team photo, for sure, because that would just be one, just like Mahomes has one. Correct. I just think it's fair because, again, for me, I take my time on the analysis. I'm not like these guys on television that say as Burrow wins the Super Bowl, he's the greatest of all time. Not doing that. What I'm saying is, is that if they get there, it's quite an accomplishment, but now you've got to win it. So now you're in the team photo of some of the best. Okay, if he goes into Kansas City and wins... That's two wins in Kansas City in two years. Absolutely. In the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's pretty special, man. He well, is pretty special. And a friend of mine who broadcasts with the Bengals said, and he's also that guy, he likes all the responsibility that goes with being a quarterback, the leader of the team, and great in the community, all of it. He said he, there is not a box that guy does not check. Well, with Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Burrow is like the hot album that continues to rise up the charts. That's exactly what Joe Burrow is. You think about you're on the road against Buffalo, a really snowy situation where it's like, boy, can you be able to win the game? And it was just a steady, easy offensive game plan. 23 for 36, good for 242 yards, two touchdowns. I just think that they had a good, steady, easy game. And I think on top of that, Cap, what I liked about it is that they ran the football. So how is it that you're Buffalo, you're at home, and you don't run the football? That's one of my big issues here this morning is that they don't run the football, but Mixon runs for 105 yards and easy against that Bills defense. Oh, they used Samaje Pirine. Where did he go, Auburn? Mm-hmm. He was a big-time prospect. He's their backup back. What He, he had... 30-some yards receiving. They used him very effectively. Mm-hmm. And they have that three-headed monster of receivers. And since Burrow came back from the appendicitis and the O-line got steadied, the last three months, that O-line's been way better than they were coming in. No question. Way better. I, so I just they don't, roll in. It's going to be a hell of a game. I just don't know how Buffalo does not run the football. I mean, listen, maybe that money doesn't mean anything to you. It's just another loss. But it means something to me. That Buffalo, the team that I had to win the Super Bowl, plays like that, plays down. And again, give the Bengals all the credit because their defense, it, it crushed Allen. I know someone will open the box and say, oh, he's only sacked one time. No, he got crushed. And, and there were some times where he was hurried and he did not do the job. We'll talk about the Bills moving forward here because I, I should have known that this was going to happen yesterday, Cap, based on how they played against Miami. Because even though they won that game, that was not impressive. Against a Miami team that really don't know themselves just as of yet, that kind of limped their way into the playoffs. I should have known from that game that Buffalo would put on this kind of effort against Cincinnati. Right. Looking back, you're exactly right. I was watching the game and thinking, all right, they had they just were messed up from the Hamlin. To, all right, we got by it. And then we'll be fine going forward. Not so quick.
They got destroyed. Dominated. In, in this postseason, the great Josh Allen that we've touted all season, right? The great Josh Allen has had the lowest offensive target rate uh, amongst uh, quarterbacks uh, here in the postseason with the, in the NFL. The lowest offensive target rate uh, on 15 or more yards. That's the stat. Crazy. So in, in, how do I know that? Is because Stefan Diggs was not a factor. Four receptions good for 35 yards. Really, your tight number one receiver only had the ball four times for 35 yards. The key play, I thought, so early, early, there were a lot of keys, but early, Josh Allen stepped up, but he got pressure in his face. Diggs slipped a little coming off the line and then took off, and he beat his man. Yeah. They had him, and he overthrew him because he got pressured. When your offensive line does not give you time, I'm preaching the choir here in this city, Yeah, you're not going to make plays. Yeah. I, I was impressed by what I saw from Kansas City to hang in there against Jacksonville. Philadelphia just absolutely dominated the New York Giants. Shows you, shows you how bad Minnesota was. Oh, God. Jacksonville's coming, man. <laughs> Jacksonville's right. coming. Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. How about that? How about that, Shay? Vikings, most fraudulent team in NFL history at this point. How bad were the Vikings that the Giants lost 38-7? to That tells By you all way, you need to know. didn't the Vikings also lose 38-7 to in the link early this year? I believe that was the case. There's something along those lines. Yeah. If it wasn't 38-7, to it was damn close. Mm-hmm. So I, I was impressed by San Francisco's resolve, Philadelphia's dominance, Kansas City being able to hang in there against Jacksonville. Thank you for the cover, Jacksonville. As well yes, as I, the, uh, I had that as well. Thank you. <laughs> as well as the Bengals, um, how they were able to go on the road to beat the Bills. So how about we do this? Bears fans, NFL fans, Shay, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Cap and I want to find out from you here on this NFL Playoff Monday. Championship weekend is set. So which of these teams should the Bears look like going forward? So the Bears should look like blank moving forward. Based on what we saw over the weekend, the team that you liked the most, you say, boy, I liked that team. Who would you like the Bears to be more like based on what we saw? Wins for Kansas City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, the Bengals. Let's get your thoughts here. 312-332-3776. Bears fans, you watched it. Which team impressed you? We talk about it. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Captain Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Glad you're with us for our NFL Playoff Monday. We talk about what happened over the weekend. We're going to go through all the games. But also, Bears fans, listen, I know you're watching just like Cap and I are watching as well. When you think about what you saw over the weekend, fill in the blank like the old match game. Actually, it's still on, but it's just not as popular as it was when when they were drinking uh, on on the set. (laughs) The Bears should look more like blank. I'm Gene Rayburn with the stick mic. Correct. So, But I will answer the question. I want to get your thoughts, Cap, before we go to the phone line. So I said on Friday when you were away, I named the teams I admired in the playoffs at the time. And I went through a top five or top six teams I admired, and I gave the reason why. I'm so high on Howie Roseman and the Eagles. And I know they haven't won anything this year yet. But with 
here, here's what I like about the Eagles. From a personnel standpoint, you have Jalen Hurts. And it's funny, there's a parallel there with Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts. Agreed. I'm not saying that they're the same quarterback. I'm saying that there is a mountain for Justin to reach. Jalen Hurts and be better than Jalen at some point, hopefully, right? Agreed. But that's something you can look at as a, here's a target. Here's a guy that can run with the football, the guy that does have a good arm, get to that level and then surpass Jalen Hurts. But I liked how they ran the football, man. I mean, Gainwell, 112 yards. They run the football. That's the bread and butter around here and not in these parts. Run the football, 268 yards. They have really good weapons with Goddard and Smith and A.J. Brown. They've got guys that can, they can do a great job as far as receiving. But their defense is solid, too. And, boy, what matters in Chicago? Strong defense, running the football, and have enough points to win. That's just been the calling card here for years. I like Philadelphia for what they can be. I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I like the structure there. Uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco are similar. Now, Brock Purdy is not Jalen Hurts. He's managing the game. He is making plays. To show you the trust level Kyle Shanahan had in him, they're one score up, and they've got the ball trying to run the clock out. And guess what they did? Put the ball in the air. Yep. I couldn't believe it. Balls. That's balls. Yeah. That is, here's what we do. Here's your read. You're going to get the football right there. And he did. And they ended up winning the football game. I was very, very impressed with how they play. I think you're probably right. The Eagles are probably more of the model. To get to the level of defense that the 49ers have, the Bears are light years from that. Light years. Oh, my goodness. Well, it starts there for you, right? Their defense? Is that where it starts for you? For me. Yeah, because... And their O-line. Yes. And their offensive line. But... This is different than just saying, here's the backup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the third stringer. Let's get this done. A rookie, the last pick in the draft. And he didn't have to do a whole hell of a lot, Cap, but just if you have a good running game, which they had a good enough running game to win, that helped because I think that it was a good job managing the game. You know what it was? It was driver's ed. That's what we've been seeing with Purdy. But then the head coach is right next to him, right? That's what's happening. The head coach is there. On one side, and the quarterback's on the other side. All right, just ease in, parallel park. There you go. Put it in park. There we go. Touchdown. Nice job. Right, that's, exactly. that's, what's, that's what's happening right this, now. Can we execute a three-point turn? Let's do that. Right. Remember that? <laughs> that's what Shanahan's doing. That was like a big deal. That's Shanahan in the side. Co- okay, three-point uh, turn. I always had said. All right, put in reverse. All right. Shanahan, you got to show me more. And he has. I'm all in. That guy's outstanding. It helps when you got a Samuel and a Kittle as well, right? Yeah. It helps. Like when, okay. veteran, veteran, veteran weapons. I think Cole Komet took a big step this year. I do. Yep. I think he'll take another step next year. Good Lord willing, he has good health. Do you realize we don't have a Debo Samuel? No. We don't have a Brandon Ayuk. Nope. As good as I think Cole can be, he's not going to be George Kittle. Nope. Uh, running game, I think, yeah, Elijah Mitchell or whoever it is, they'll be fine. You can see Montgomery out there with 49ers, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Their offensive line versus ours, stop yourself. Right. Quarterback, we can absolutely be better at, 100%. Go to the defense. Oh, my goodness. Bosa, we don't have one of those. Mm. Armstead, we don't have one of those. Fred Warner, we traded him to Baltimore. I mean, we are... Literally 
eight impact guys away, at least. But I think the playoffs gives you a great story of what it takes. Yes. Difference-making players, both sides of the football, and the quarterback helps, too. So let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. 312-332-3776. The Bears should look more like blank based on the games that you saw. The team that you like the most. He said, well, I wish the Bears were like this. St. John, Indiana. Bob's on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Bob. Hey, how you doing, guys? What's uh, up? Great show. Thank you, Bob. Um, I just wanted to say I think we're probably want to aim toward what Jacksonville did. Um, they, in the offseason, they up, updated all their receiving core, um, skill position players, and then they saw Trevor Lawrence take a big jump. I, that's what we need to do with field. Um, I think that's if, if I was polls, I would probably put the faith in that and hope that he can improve on his passing game um, and see where it goes from there. That's a good call, Bob. We get the phone call. Now, that's outside the box. He says Jacksonville, which is more realistic, right? You get the quarterback and you get your weapons right. You win a playoff game out of nowhere in in, in unbelievable fashion. I don't think to get to what Jacksonville did in one year is realistic. I don't. They had more on their roster than the Bears had or have currently. Do I think you could take a step next year? Absolutely. If Poles does his job well, absolutely. But to be able to have depth, because we know what injuries do to a roster, that takes multiple draft classes and multiple free agent periods. Mm-hmm. We were in the talent um, move them out mode, yeah, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Now you start adding. It's going to take a little more time, I think, that people are willing to admit, but you can take a step for sure. And I think you've got the quarterback figured out so that... That's a huge piece. That's a good Jackson. But Bob makes a good point about the Jacksonville model because who saw Jacksonville in this spot besides uh, Charlie? (laughs) Who saw Jacksonville to this stratosphere? Correct. Getting to the playoffs and doing something. Now, here's the thing. Kansas City, give them credit. Uh, I'm today years old and when I realized that Chad Henney was still in the league. (laughs) How about that? What? What is he? He's been around forever. Look that up. Well, how long has he been in the league? Oh one? Well, I think oh, 2014 is when he came out of Michigan. I don't know. It, it seems like he's been around since 98. That's what I believe. Yeah. No, it was way before 14, I think. Uh, wasn't I, it 13 or 14 when he was the quarterback at Michigan? And no, they that was Devin Gardner and Denard Robinson time. That was shoelaces. What about shoelaces Robinson? Was that? But point is, though, is that... Chad Henney was drafted in 08. 08. Oh, God. Cap, think about that. But here's the thing. We talk about system, right? Chad Henney didn't blink. He was able to lead a, a touchdown drive. Correct. So system works in that spot. Correct. Shout out, uh, shout out to Matt Nagy. The system works for Kansas, Kansas <laughs> <Wow>. City. <laughs> and they were able to win against Jacksonville, barely. 312-332-3776. Uh, Dave in Geneva on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dave. Good morning. How is everybody? What's up, Dave? How are you, man? Okay, so I want the Bears to look like Brock Purdy. You know, Deshaun Watson played two years, his last two years, and threw 976 yards against Alabama back-to-back years, and the Bears passed on him. I think the Bears should trade Justin Fields, get the Georgia quarterback, and build with draft choices because you have nothing without a full team. Hold on a second. Justin Fields. Uh, uh, Dave, stop, stop, stop for a second. 
You literally just said you want Stetson Bennett, who most observers do not believe has a future as an NFL starter. You want him to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. He's 25 years old. He won back-to-back national championships. He had the best he gets team. A bunch of draft picks. Tom Brady can go to the worst team in the league in his prime and make the difference in maybe one and a half games. You need to rebuild the whole team, and I don't know that Justin Field is a guy. And I would, yes, I I double down on Stetson Bennett in the third round and get a ton of draft picks and go from there. See, you know, here's the thing about Thanks, you, Dave. Here's the thing about you, Dave. Couldn't disagree with you more vehemently. You know what? The thing that is more insulting to me, not Stetson Bennett. I mean, that's my guy. I mean, he won back-to-back championships with my Georgia team. And it still bothers you that, oh, my God, that guy did that? He did that? He's no good. (laughs) Ask ask any Georgia fan. But but here's the thing, Cap. You know what's more insulting? He says he'd rather have Brock Purdy. That's what's insulting. That's amazing. You you don't think that that's the system? Here's here's one for you. This is a, a topic that we'll talk about this week. I'm sure Shea will bring it up. It is not a fait accompli that Purdy will start the next game. I'm hearing rumblings about Garoppolo's health. Could be. Could be. Garoppolo against the Eagles? Would not not surprise me. No way. They said he could be available. He'll certainly be available if they make the Super Bowl, was was Shanahan's quote. You never hold out hope. I'm I'm just saying that I go with the hot hand, but Garoppolo all of a sudden now is healthier. What I'm telling you, what I'm telling Dave is, what's more insulting is, is that you'd rather have Brock Purdy who's just riding uh, on a lightning bolt right now Correct. than to have Justin Fields, who is molding and shaping himself into a difference-making quarterback with this Bears team. Agreed. Crazy. Completely. Brock Purdy. Agreed. Rather Brock Purdy than Justin. By the way, getting a little lucky, that Brock Purdy. He's been begging to throw interceptions the last two games in these playoffs. Just isn't resulting in interceptions. It's what you expect from Mr. Irrelevant, right? I mean. It's what you expect from... Brock Purdy, a third-string quarterback. He, he's, he's not going to be fitting into yeah, the system. Absolutely. It's like remember when Matt Castle was the quarterback of the Patriots, mm-hmm. and then they let him go. I'm trying to remember who signed him. Kansas City, I think. That's correct. He was never the same. Nope. So he was a product of being around a great coach and an amazing team. Based on what you saw over the weekend, the Bears should look more like blank. Out of the teams that you saw in the NFL playoffs, let's jump in. 312-332-3776. If you're on hold, you will be on the air. NFL Playoff Monday with Cap and Jay Hood on the ride into work on ESPN 1000. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blade, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. The professional parts people will help you choose from their wide selection to find just the right wiper blade for your vehicle. They'll even install them free of charge. So see better and drive safer this winter with new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts. O-O-O-O-Reilly Auto Parts. Jay Moore. Here's today's headlines with Captain Jay Hood. Chicago radio legend from WXRT, Lynn Bramer, passed away at the age of 68 yesterday. Bulls return home to face the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Bulls are a one-point favorite. The Blackhawks' three-game win streak was snapped yesterday by the L.A. Kings. I'm Captain Jay Hood. 
follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. It's the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget we got Shout or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. Boy, second verse, same as the first for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, huh? Got to do the same thing that you always do. Just roll up in a ball and just go away. It's amazing. Dak Prescott in the offense had an opportunity to do something special. Here's what's crazy. Dak Prescott, Cap, and the offense looked all world just a week ago and then put out a 12-point effort against San Francisco. What happened there? You, They were fantastic in that first, pre, in that first postseason game. He fantastic. was lousy. Lousy. And now they've got huge money tied up in him. So the question is, look, they've got um, Parsons and Diggs and all these guys. they got a lot of talent on that team. Solid offensive line, two-headed monster running back, although Pollard broke his fibula, so he's going to be sidelined, and he's a free agent, so that's going to really – he hate to see that. He's getting ready to cash in, and now it's going to affect his ability to do that. But how much – Bears, their current moribund situation with a lot of optimism. Cowboys loaded with talent with the albatross of Dak's contract. It feels like, and no, it's not. Don't get me wrong. It feels like Dallas is 500, which is the worst place to be in sports. You'd rather be the Bears or you'd rather be on the top of the mountain like San Francisco or Kansas City or whoever's going to win the Super Bowl than to be in the middle. And the Dallas Cowboys feel stuck to me. They feel like they're in the middle. I'd rather be the Bears with the arrow pointing up, building towards something, than to have a whole bunch of money tied into a couple of players, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott in this, te- in this team, and still not be able to get the job done. Hats off to their defense, because Dallas defense, I thought, has been very solid, not just yesterday, but throughout the season. But offensively speaking, you cannot be in neutral. I mean, everyone, every time we turn, our, turn around and look at the TVs, there's a comment or there's a topic about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Well, how do you break the narrative? You win more than just one playoff game. You do more than what you just saw against San Francisco. That Dallas team, I I understand what you're saying about Dak Prescott and the big contract and the whole deal. But they got a lot of talent on that roster. Yeah? A lot of talent. Is it a coaching problem? I don't believe that it is. I don't. I believe that they need to make some tweaks. But you're stuck with Dak now. That's the guy. Just help me understand something. The running game is not totally predicated on Tony Pollard, or at least it should not. If, if it's all on Tony Pollard, then what does Ezekiel Elliott do for a living? He's, you could tell that he's starting to slow down. But what starting? He, but what does he do for a living? Like You should say, oh, Pollard's down. It's okay. All right, Zeke, we'll just put it on you. 76 yards rushing? Now, again, the 49ers' defense was fantastic. Yeah, they're outstanding. Fantastic. Nick Bosa and Armstead and Fred Ward. That team is loaded. They had two interceptions yesterday, so they were opportunistic. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm no Cowboys basher. I couldn't care less. I don't have a dog in the hunt when it comes to them. But it's just the idea that Ezekiel Elliott, I remember spending, like, summers with J.D. on the national radio, on ESPN radio, talking about, will Zeke get paid? Yes, maybe, no. Will Zeke get paid? Yes, maybe, no. Let's talk to this guest and talk to this guy. It's like, 
All right, so Pollard's out. All right, all right, Zeke. What do we pay you for? Correct. You need to be the bell cow. You got to be the guy. I hey, Pollard's done. He broke his leg. He's out. How about twenty six yards on ten carries, hoodie? That's Zeke yesterday. Maybe I just don't get it. I just know I spent summers talking about whether or not this guy's going to get paid or not. In in a, a NFL environment in which the running back is not valued like it used to be. He literally was in Cabo. He wouldn't go to training camp. He was on a beach. He would not report until he got the deal. Well, now you have an $11.8 million dead cap, and you're useless. By, by the way, I just said this in Twitch chat, but he, a photo of him should pop up on every general manager's computer like a shot collar every time they even think <laughs> of giving a running back a second contract. That's what it looks so like. So are you telling me if you're the Giants, you're not re-signing Saquon Barkley? no. Get out. It's been nice. Thank you for the memories. Get out. It, you got limited mileage left, yeah, man. Yeah. And while you're and while you're at it, maybe you need a quarterback. Three one two three three two three seven seven. They don't have a lot number. of talent on that team. You know what I'm don't. saying? Like, whatever you think of Daniel. Again, give the Giants credit, but they beat the, the Vikings. But what is Daniel Jones after that effort? Kenosha. Here's Brian on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys, how you doing? I'm not here to insult anybody. Just uh, bear with me. First of all, who they, who they, who they think going to beat them Bengals? Nobody. Um, I've been, I know. That's what I'm talking about. I've been trying to get Shay to get you guys on my bandwagon. Now that they've, uh, now that the Bills are out, can we get some love for the Bengals now? Can we get on that bandwagon? Well, here's how, the, here's how it works with the news, right, Cap? Here's how it works. Well, the Bengals are pretty close to Chicago, so we're going to adopt them as a team. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, so I got I got my other thoughts for you guys. If you guys yeah. ask, and this is in all seriousness, mm-hmm. about who the Bears should emulate, I would say my Bengals from the standpoint that it looks like the Bears are finally getting some adults at the table. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, the Cincinnati Bengals, Mike Brown could not could not figure his way out of a paper bag. He they had no scouting department. That's why Marvin Lewis used to do the Senior Bowl every year because that was their scouting department. So the idea was like they were just horrible. He gives his daughters the key, or his daughter the keys to the kingdom, so to speak. She's a lawyer. She starts doing some good contracts. They start making it an adult franchise. That's what the Bears, I think, need to start doing. That Arlington Heights is going to be an entertainment mecca if they do it the right way, funneling tons of money back into the organization to give them that flexibility of an adult franchise like the Chiefs, like the Steelers, like the Patriots, those ones that we know are run by adults. And they hit on the most important pick of all, and that was Cool Joe. Joe yeah. Burrow is a freaking monster. Brian, thanks, man. Have a great week. Joe Burrow is amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The Bears are not going to look anything like that anytime soon. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. No. We'd like one of those receivers. What gets fixed first? And so I know it's a long conversation until we get to the draft. Offense or defense? Yeah, for the Bears. The offense, because you have the quarterback, I believe. So you find the offensive line and the weapons around him first? Correct. So he scored 27 and gave up 35. Basically. <laughs> like, he's got to overhaul the like defensive line. Like, Deron Payne's a free agent. There's some pieces out there. That doesn't mean you're going to get them, mm-hmm. but those are guys you're going to target. It's the depth thing that is such a problem with that roster. And he Poles has talked about it. you got to stack drafts on top of one another to be able to address the depth of a roster when guys go down. By the way, I'm going to make a prediction. I may be wrong on this. 
That's fine. I've been wrong plenty. They're going to release Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. They're going to eat the $11 million and get him out. Get out! I mean, I just don't know what he's there for if he can't give you more than that. Correct. I mean, and not just this game. All year, I mean. Three one three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Now the Pollard injury could affect that too. Isaiah in Griffith, Indiana, on ESPN one thousand. Hey Zeke, good day to you all. How you all doing? Good day. How are you? Good day, Isaiah. I'm feeling great. As long as we're waking up, the hardest part of the day is over. Well, now you're preaching. So now you're preaching. All right, all right. Let's get to it, guys. Philadelphia Eagles, and I think we can do it in about two years. All right. So, we got the number one pick, right? Because mm-hmm. Lovey still loves us. Yep. So, I wouldn't trade that pick to no one but the Houston Texans. Here's why. Houston still wants a quarterback, and if they want to compete with somebody else to get that quarterback that they want, they got to go through us. So, I'm going to trade that pick to Houston. Please give me a receiver, maybe Brandon Cooks, maybe John Mechie. I know he's undergoing treatment. The guy willing, he'll be okay. Pick up that second pick and some more draft picks, probably this year and next year. All right? So now we got a receiver, at least Brandon Cooks or Mechie. All right? Now we go ahead and trade this pick down again and grab a haul, maybe to the Cardinals and see if we can do something with DeAndre Hopkins. Pick up another round of draft picks for this year and next year. And with those draft picks, with your first draft pick, pick that offensive lineman, maybe the guy from Northwestern, you know, grab him or that receiver from TCU if he's still available. But I think that offensive lineman, the number one or number two offensive lineman, will still be there if we draft down twice and grab a haul of picks. Because we know that all the teams in the National Football League want to help the Bears. All of them. Yeah, I don't think it's as easy as people are making it sound. If you told me there was a Trevor Lawrence in this draft, where clearly he's the number one guy. Joe Burrow, clearly the number one guy. Mm-hmm. That's not how this draft is, at this point in time, shaping up. Correct. And Houston may get to the point where they go, okay, we're getting either C.J. Straw, Will Levis, or Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our homework on all three guys. And if we have two guys that are close, we're not giving you a haul to move up. If someone else wants to do that, have at it. We'll take the other guy. Cap like San Francisco. I like the Eagles. When we ask you the question, the Bears should look more like blank based on what we saw in the playoffs on Saturday and Sunday. We want you to fill in that blank for us as well. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Coming up, we'll take more of your phone calls. And also, a fan snuck in a strange food into the Chiefs game. We'll get to that moving Maybe forward. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe you should not. I'll be at that Chiefs game. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe I'll, uh... oh, I'll, yeah, I don't think you will. I don't think, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you will sneak in a, str- a strange food. No. Like fruit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's not strange. That's not a strange food. That's not a soda thing. That no. It would be no. A strange food would you would be a, a, a rack of lamb. Correct. That would be strange Under for you. Under my coat. <laughs> this is tasty. I'm just telling you. I'm just Kid. telling you. No. No, that, a strange food uh, that this fan snuck into a Chiefs game. We'll get to that as we move forward here. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J-Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. 
ESPN Chicago. Yeah. Hi there, and welcome to Letters with George. I'm owner George, and Ryan and Matt are football uh, guys. And we get letters from far and wide that are intrigued about the new era of the Chicago Bears. Um, Letters like this one. Why are these things so hard to open? Come on! Open! Ah, Like this one. The Cut Man from Santa Claus, Indiana. The Cut Man from Santa Claus, Indiana says, Dear George, you've picked a new president. You have a new stadium coming. And you seem uh, pretty satisfied about the direction of the new Chicago Bears. But how do you know this will be a winner? How is this any different? And the quarterback is not proven and erratic. Get a new quarterback, and then I'll be back on board. Signed, the cut man from Santa Claus, Indiana. Huh. Hmm. Dear cut man, thank you for your interest in the new Chicago Bears. I believe that our quarterback is... Hang on a second. Cut man, Santa Claus, Indiana. Cut me. Let me look something up here. Santa Claus, Indiana. And cut, man, cut, cut. Jay, Jay, cut. Jay Cutler. You don't like the quarterback? Well, what did you. That's it. You're not getting a letter. Troll. We're just fine with Justin Fields, Cutler. You're not welcome. Thanks so much, and go, Bears. Wait until Mr. Warren hears about this. <laughs> that is so good. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. New era of Bears football and letters to George lives on. Shot or no shot coming your way at 8 o'clock as we talk to you about the Bears. The Bears should look more like blank. 312-332-3776, based on what we saw over the weekend. Derek in Brooklyn, New York, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Hey, D. D. Yo, hoodie, good morning, Cap. What's going on? What's up, brother? Chilling, man. Um, I'm, I'm rolling with hoodie, man. I think the Bears should be a little structured more like the Eagles. You know, they got everything. But, you know, I know we lacking the two wide receivers and all that. But, you know, we got the running game. The defense can get built up. We just got to get Justin where he needs to go, and we got to get them weapons. And we got to get an get offensive weapons, line like that, too. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't got to worry about him, you know, going, having to run all the time because we'll have the line. And, and when he needs to run, you know, on special runs, we can let him do it. But, Cap, I need a small favor, man. I'm out here in um, Disney, Walt Disney on World with my family. And today's my daughter's birthday, so I just want you to look out and give her a shout-out. wish her happy birthday. What's her name? Anissa. Anissa. Anissa, happy birthday. Enjoy your day with your family at Walt Disney World. Take that. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys and go Bears, and we're going to do it, man. Thank you very we much. We love you. All right, Thank Derek. You, man. Hoodie, take it easy, bro. All, All right, right, man. Thank you. I love that guy. Yeah, Derek from Brooklyn checking He's in. awesome. Awesome. You, you know, I don't know if there's any wrong answers to the question. Maybe the Giants might be the wrong answer to the question as far as who you'd like the Bears to be more like. Even though the Giants were able are building on something, you know it's funny. 
we bitch a lot about the Bears, and rightfully so, because they've underachieved. Giants fans and Jets fans feel the same way. The underachievement there in those cities. Don't think that they've been like on the top of the Super Bowl chain for a long time. They have not. Correct. They've had their problems also. But at least the Giants were able to get into the tournament, as they say, right? Yeah, they got pounded. They just don't have the, the talent to match up the, in that matchup that they were in. I thought they'd play better. They got destroyed. But no shame, though. I mean, you got in there. And so you beat the Vikings, a team that you should have been able to beat on the road mm-hmm. in that spot, right? But you're taking on a juggernaut. We always feel we always really miss out on the perspective of who some of these teams are taking on. For Jacksonville to take on Kansas City, it's, that's just tough. I mean, you you won uh, your first game in comfort behind fashion against the Chargers. You lose by seven against Kansas City. Thank you for the backdoor cover. Thank you for the cover. But 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 for Philly and, and the Giants, for the Giants, it's like all right. How do you measure up against? Arguably the best team in the NFC. Bam. That's what you look like. Shows that you need more work, right? Correct. Correct. The Daniel Jones thing will be very interesting to me. Got a bunch of tweets about the topic that we're on. Also a bunch of texts. Our guy Philly G says, hoodie, cap, I like the Bengals most of the teams that are left, but I think our Bears should look like what Hoodie says, the Eagles. Just run the football strong defense and a quarterback can do just enough. What what else are people saying, Cap? Like any any votes for Buffalo? No, <laughs> no votes for Buffalo. None, well, not a, not at all. Okay, well I'm not going to shut the door on Buffalo. I'm just telling you that that there's a couple of things I did not like, and one of them is just the inability to run the football in the snow. How do you not run the football? That falls at the feet of Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator. Yep, I'm not firing anybody in Buffalo. I'm just telling you that. For, for you to lose at home is just, I don't understand that. Well, to lose in the fashion you did. They were never in the game. It's 14 nothing. We're, my brother and I are watching. Go, what? Yeah. And when they got it to 14-7, I thought, all right, here they come. And give the Cincinnati defense a lot of credit. They stepped up and played really, really well. So a fan snuck a strange food into the Chiefs game. Uh, Shay, let's uh, unpack that because... I saw this uh, on social media. This young lady is is trying to get herself just a little snack. But I don't think this came from the concession stand. A baked potato? Yeah, this comes from Jay Kill from Jayville on Twitter. He's a Jacksonville fan who was at the game. He took a photo of this fan eating a baked potato that she took out of her pocket. (laughs) A baked potato? Baked potato that was in her pocket. But was it like in a Ziploc or anything like that? Or got the lint of the pocket all over it? No idea. We'll effort to get her on and ask her. But what (laughs) what is a baked potato doing in a pocket anyway? In a cold game? Right. You're going to eat a cold baked potato in the fourth quarter? Here's the other thing. Did she put like condiments on it? Did she like slice it open? Or nope, just a dry baked potato. That sounds awful. I think it's the latter. I didn't see any sour cream or butter or In the photo, it. it looks like she's just like biting it like an apple. Wow. She's a real woman. She's a real woman. I'm honestly not sure it's baked. Now that I'm looking at it, it may just be a raw potato. <laughs> no way. So she tweeted back at this guy who took the photo. He's, and she took a photo of him taking the photo of her. She said, I caught you taking my photo as well, but I enjoyed a baked potato and a win. How about you? Okay, so what's more weird? You taking a picture of someone eating a baked potato or her taking a picture of the guy taking a picture of her eating uh, a baked potato? I think it's weirder her taking the picture of him taking the picture of her eating the baked potato. 
If you can follow along. No, I got you. I, I, you know what? I just... So, what about the condiments? There's one way. I mean, there's one. Does she have hand warmers to keep the potato warm? Right, or she have the like the potato like sweat all over her hands. <laughs> of all the snacks, right? Baked yeah. potato. That's a real woman. That's a real. She probably was wearing Carhartt. Yes, she's a real woman because she's wearing Carhartt and eating a baked potato. Uh, eating a baked like potato. an apple. Eating like a like a doggone apple. And usually, you have to cut it and let the steam come out of it. That's right. Well, well it was a, in her pocket for six hours. I don't think it was a big problem anymore. She's, wow. a, she's a real woman. I want her now. <laughs> she eats a big potato at a football game. I'm into her now, brother. Shot or no shot, coming up in two minutes here on Cap'n J. Hood. Right through my car heart. Car heart.